Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. The title to the sermon that we're going to be going over today, and you call it sermon or teaching, either one's fine, and we're going to be doing, uh, it's called Free in Christ, Galatians chapter 2. And I'll be using the NIV, the New International Version. Before we get started, I like to every now and again just go over what the Bible is. So if somebody asks you or they question the Bible, then you have something to say. And it'd be a good thing to write this stuff down. I'm like, you know, you can stop it, rewind, whatever. All right, the Bible. A reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the Lifetime of other eyewitnesses, 40 authors, 66 volumes of books, span of 1,500 years, in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic, hundreds of subjects and topics. So that way, uh, what I say, where you can't use the Bible to... To defend the Bible because it's a book. Well, yes, it's a book, but there's uh, 66 books, you know, and they're all in the span of 1,500 years and 40 authors. So that's why we can use the Bible to defend the Bible uh, because it is a that and everything works perfectly together because uh, that's what God does. All right, now let's continue on with the message today. And uh, the top of it is Paul accepted by the apostles. Then after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also, uh, verse 2. I went in response to a revelation and meeting privately with those esteemed as leaders. I presented to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure I was not running and had not been running my race in vain verse 3 so he wants to check with the other apostles you know to make sure everything's like everybody's on the same page basically verse 3 yet not even titus who was with me was compelled to be circumcised even though he was a greek verse 4 this matter arose because some false believers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in christ jesus and to make us slaves verse 5 we did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. So another just like today, you always have, you know, different groups that's always trying to say, well, you got to do this and you have to do that. When you have freedom in Christ, you know, as far as, well, you have to um, do a certain thing or wash your hands a certain way or walk a certain way or whatever the case may be to say that you're saved or whatever, you know, or maybe you have to... Uh, not wear certain things or like you know not wear jewelry or whatever you know there's so many things out there but the bible tells you exactly you know how to dress or whatever i, I mean modestly you know and i mean um but some people it's more it's more like a control thing they want to control others because usually people with low self-esteem uh they become controllers because uh because they feel uh, that they're losing control of their own selves, you know. So the only way they can feel better is by controlling others. Verse 6, 
As for those who were held in high esteem, whatever they were makes no difference to me. God does not show favoritism. They added nothing to my message, verse 7. On the contrary, they recognized that I had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the uncircumcised, just as Peter had been to the circumcised. For God, who was at work in Peter as an apostle to the circumcised, what was also at work in me as an apostle to the Gentiles, verse 9. James Cephas and John, those esteemed as pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship when they recognized the grace given to me. They agreed that we should go to the Gentiles, and they to the circumcised. Verse 10, all they asked was that we should continue to remember the poor, the very thing I had been eager to do all along. Okay, the next section is Paul opposes Cephas. When Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. For before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles, but when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy, so that by their hypocrisy even Barnabas was led astray. When I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas in front of them all, Are you a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew? How is it then that thou force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? Yeah, so Paul's just pointing out the hypocrisy of certain people. You know, it's kind of like I remember I was at a, 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 a one of the churches that I went to, um, they started like that. I remember we had a small group to start together to start a new church. And then I mean, that's when I was just coming up and I was young. And uh, and so the pastor got like 20 families and stuff. And so we started everybody's real close, close knit and everything like that, you know. And we started out in just a, it's like a farmhouse. And then from there we built, and they like, the Lord bless us to build a uh, another building, kind of a moderate building, you know, not nothing really big but it worked you know we were able to put uh church benches and stuff like that but i remember um when they started to build a really big church because because it was growing and so they uh they got the money together and stuff and they were building this gigantic church and i remember standing there one way at night about so i was kind of outside by myself and i was just standing there and they had just put the foundations and were starting to work on it and um and I remember just in my spirit, you know, it just says uh, things that are probably going to change when um, when this is built. And sure enough, that's what happened. Seemed like then when it got bigger, and then you had some new new people come in, and then they were like, you know, they started doing this, being separate where you can't go with that guy, come with our group, and then they started breaking off in groups. You know, first it started like after church Sunday, you know, to go eat, like to have uh, lunch together, whatever. First, we we used to go all together, and then it started where, well, let's go with this group. I don't care for this guy, this guy, I don't care for that, stuff like that. You know, and it's just, no, that's not, that's division, and as God is not the author of that, and he's not the author of confusion either, which that's what brings it. Okay, let's continue reading. <clears throat> Fifteen. We who are Jews by birth and not sinful Gentiles, Gentiles, 16, know that, a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith, Christ, and not by the works of the law, because 
by the works of the law no one will be justified but if i but but if in seeking to be justified in christ we jews are ourselves also among the sinners doesn't that mean that christ promotes sin absolutely not verse 18 if i rebuild what i destroyed then i really would be a lawbreaker verse 19 for though the law i died to the law so that i might live for god verse 20 i have been crucified with christ and i no, no longer live but christ lives in me the life i now live in the body i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me 21 i do not set aside the grace of god for if righteousness could be gained through the law christ died for nothing you know it's really pretty simplistic actually so let me read you this from ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 9 niv and it's saved by grace not by works and verse 8 so this is ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 9 starting at verse 8 for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. Verse 9, not by works so that no one can boast. Okay, let me read you a little bit. Uh, let me give you a few scriptures. Second Chronicles 7, 14, chapter 7, verse 14. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. Uh, Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Matthew chapter 3, verse 8, Bring forth therefore fruits, meat for repentance. Second Chronicles chapter 30, verse, and verse 9, For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn his face from you if you return unto him. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is longsuffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And then we'll stop there. So, so in reading this, I hope, I hope it helped. I'm sure it will. Uh, we need more people reading Scripture instead of just telling stories or whatever and, and never getting to Scripture. Scripture is what sets us free. Scripture is what teaches us. So we need to be reading um, verse by verse and exp with explanation, you know. Um, we need the Word of God. The Word of God is what helps us and feeds us. Let me ask you this. Um, are, let's take the good person test. Are you a good person? Let's see. Um, have you ever lied? I mean, white lie, whatever you want to call it. A lie is a lie. It really doesn't matter. You know, because remember, man's standards are very low. Everything's fine. Well, the majority of things are fine. But God's standards are very, very high that we can't reach it. So what do you call someone who lies? You call him a liar. Uh, have you ever took anything or like borrowed something and never brought it back? Or you, you just took a paper clip or a pen or whatever and never brought it back? 
it, it doesn't matter how much it's worth. See, God's standards are that high, you know. So if so, pretty much we've all done that, even not meaning to, but we did it. And so that would be stealing. And when you call someone that steals, you call them a thief. And that's only two of the commandments that's four. And the Bible says that if you break one, you break them all. Then you're guilty of all. And that's only two. Um, have you ever said a cuss word? Or have you ever, like, OMG? It says, Thou shalt not take the Lord, the name of the Lord God in vain. And that's what that's doing. That's three right there. Um... Honor your father and your mother. Do you honor your mother? You ever, you know, do you do everything they tell you or whatever? Or did, did you when you were young? And do you respect them now? And uh, have you ever hated someone? According to the Bible, if you ever hate someone, it's the same as murder. Uh, according to to Jesus, have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, he says, then you've committed adultery in your heart. Already, you see, we're all guilty. We're all guilty sinners, every one of us. You know, people can nitpick and say, well, no, I didn't do this. It don't matter. You've done one of them. And if you've done one, you broke them all. That's why, you see, that's why we need a Savior, because we're guilty. We've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. Therefore, we're guilty before God, and we need a way out. You know, we need a Savior. We need a way out. It's just like you stand before a judge. And you, you got a whole bunch of speeding tickets or whatever, but somebody comes and they pay the fine, he can legally let you go. You know? But then, or, or, or it's like a serial murderer or whatever that went out and uh, killed three three young girls, raped them and killed them or whatever. And he stayed before the judge and then he says, Oh, I'm sorry about that. I, um, or he says, Well, I, I didn't mean to do that or whatever. You know? But he's still got to pay for the crime, right? So when we stand before God, we're all going to be judged. When we stand before God, if we don't have an advocate, that means, you know, if we don't have um, somebody to step in for us, we're going to be judged for what we've done. That's why Jesus, um, he went on the cross, right? Uh, he lived, he lived, he's the son of God. Or God in the flesh. He walked for three and a half years on earth. And his mission was to do that, spread the gospel. That means the good news of how to get to heaven. And then he went to pay the price. He allowed men to beat him, scoff him, whatever, whip him. And then he allowed them to, um, to put nails in his hands and feet and then hang him on a cross for torture. That's what the Romans used to do to torture people. And before he gave it. Before he died, he said this. He says, it is finished. And what he meant was, the price has been paid. The price that we should have paid, that we should pay, he's paid. Now we can come believing by faith, right? So that means that we know we're guilty. So now we come with a sorrowful, contrite heart and ask God to forgive us and then put our trust that we had in ourselves and put it into Jesus alone. Like if you're on a plane that's about to crash and you have a parachute, you're going to hang on to it for dear life because it's going to save you for the jump to come. Jesus saves you for the judgment to come. Something to think about. That's why the Bible says work out your own salvation. 
everybody's on different paths or whatever, but we still we all need Jesus Christ. Everyone, if you want to go to heaven, you got to go through Jesus. Got to go God's way. Remember, God is inclusive, not exclusive. You can only go one way, not every way you feel like. It doesn't work that way. There's a lot of people claiming like a, a, a different um, uh, types of religion, whatever. But it's only Christianity. I mean, the pure Christianity, not you know. Um, and some of you may get upset or whatever, but the Mormons preach a different gospel. The um, Jehovah Witness preach a, dis a different gospel. Christian scientists, it's a whole different thing. There's a lot of different gospels out here, but that's why I say read the Bible for yourself. Read it every day without fail. No Bible, no breakfast. No read, no feed. That's kind of how it needs to be. It's just like you live, you know. If you want to know God, then you got to, you know, um, um, you got to spend time. It's like whatever you do, you got to put a lot of time in. So it should be a daily thing. It's like, you know, family or someone you love. You want to spend time with them continuously. You know, myself, I mean, it took me a, way to get, a while to get there. But now it's like I talk to God all day long. And he, got, he directs me and guides me and everything. You know, it's been a hard walk, but it's worth it. You know, Cause not every day is wonderful. But you still have that, that peace and joy as long as you're going God's way. So, think about this. Remember, you got to go God's way. Uh, here's some resources. This is all on YouTube, and you go to their websites. Uh, Dr. Vodi Bakum on YouTube, uh, Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, AnswersInGenesis.org, Wall Builders with David Barton, wallbuilders.com, Dr. Walter Martin, waltermartin.org, 20, Watch 23 Minutes in Hell, it's very short, very good, by Bill Wise. Um, and also, uh, you, uh, you can also go to our website for any questions or if you want a free Bible or whatever. Or, or if you want to take our training course, you can do that. Um, we have a good uh, Bible training course that will immerse you in the Bible and everything. And it's, it's very simple. It's easy. It's free. So if you like it, just go to the website and just email me and I'll email me the instructions and all that kind of stuff and sign up for it. It's all lowercase, bible-education-institute.webnode.com. And, and uh, the email is bibleeducationinstitute, all lowercase, at gmail.com. You, uh, you can also go to Rumble. Uh, we put this stuff up on Rumble and YouTube. And also we put it, we put it on uh, podcasts platforms of Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple. If you and if you um, like books and stuff, you can get like used books, really a lot cheaper. You know, or you can buy new ones too. But you can go to uh, Abe Books, A B E B O O K S online. Just put in your search engine or Thrift Books. Uh, I believe got another called ChristianBook.com. And also go on your search engine and you can watch these two shows that are really good, the Christian shows. And you can go uh, online to T TCT Network and you can go uh, to on-demand programs.
and there's one faith in history with William Federer's fantastic talks about you know uh, the Christian history of America and around the world and also if you want to know a lot about the Old Testament you can go to Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin so get into the word remember read the Bible daily without fail and do what it says